0: Are you okay? This is so fucking good. Why are you, I'm not even going to repeat what you were just doing because <laughs> you, you that... You couldn't
1: was, really repeat what I was going Never mind. I could
0: it. state what you were doing.
1: I'm sure you could. Uh, well, we got we got to get on track. It's already been seven seconds and we're already off track.
0: Oh, no. It's way past seven seconds. We're like 22 seconds. Well, seven there. seconds when I said that. You don't know how to count, do you? I, I can <laughs> just fine. <laughs> What's up, fuckers? What's up, guys? Uh, Welcome to the latest edition of the Turn the Buckle podcast, the first Turn the Buckle podcast of 2022. Fuck you, 2021. Fuck 2021. Betty. Yeah, well, Betty White and John Madden. Yeah. And, you know, they say it always comes in threes.
1: They ain't taking anybody else right now.
0: They already had. It happened in between... You just didn't hear about it. It was another football death. You didn't hear about it because of John Madden. Uh, Dan Reeves, former coach of the Falcons. Well, damn. Okay, but no more of that sad shit. Betty White, we miss you. John Madden, we miss you. Dan Reeves, you were a pretty good coach. I liked you.
1: Go play football and eat, eat cheesecake in heaven. Huh? Cheesecake. Reference to the Golden Girls. Okay. Anyways, again, I am
0: Jason Hampton.
1: I am Josh Cox, and absent is Will Clark.
0: Yeah, we tried to get him to send in his top five, but apparently the message thing still isn't working for him. His fucking job, keeping him away from us again, so instead of not recording this week, we're just going to go ahead and push forward without Will, so hold tight, we'll get in here, we'll get the uh... get this shit out of the what's it called the uh
1: top five or the the review first
0: yeah yeah we're gonna do the review i'm gonna go ahead pause it right here play the theme song the commercial that i've actually got an idea for
1: (laughs) we all gotta be present for this new commercial yeah
0: we do we really do but uh we'll be right back to uh give you some results of some shit that's been going down Back if Josh will quit choking on this this, 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 this
1: <laughs> shot. Uh.
0: just shot up. stop it. Alright, guys. So uh Oh Lord, Lord. We're not gonna go all the way back to everything we missed because we didn't record last week. Um had some shit going on. Uh Will was working like he is this week, and instead of just going ahead and recording without him last week, we decided. But well, we'll wait. Will will be here next week. Well, here it is next week, and Will's not here. Fuck you, Will. Fuck! Will's work, too. Oh, yeah, that, too. I guess it's their fault, not Will's.
1: I mean, he he's got to have money.
0: I mean, he could quit. This is more fun than work.
1: And what we can provide is way more awesome than money.
0: What do you provide, Joshua?
1: Laughs and entertainment.
0: I was just wondering how you sucking on that popsicle. I was wondering what you provided. Don't worry about it. I'm
1: eating my damn ice cream. Leave me the hell alone. I haven't had one of these in forever.
0: Go ahead. What is this? And this is orange cream sickle. Okay, there you go. There. All you said was, I haven't had one of these in a while. That could be a lot of things, Joshua. <laughs> it's crack. It could be an Arby's roast beef sandwich. It could be... No, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to be nice. Believe it or not, I'm going to be nice. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so we'll go through SmackDown. Uh, the go-home SmackDown before day one was just a review show. Uh, You're in review. Okay. So we're not going to go over any of that shit. Uh, day one uh, started off a few hours before the show. Guess what? No Roman Reigns.
1: Yep. test positive. COVID-19, so the Universal Championship match between him and Brock was off. So what is Brock... What does happens? What does WWE do? Puts him in the WWE title match. We'll talk about that
0: later. Honestly, as stupid as it was and as bad as it was, I really don't think it was as stupid and bad as we think it was. Let me know. Because, well, let's. Okay, pre show match Cesaro and Ricochet against Sheamus and Ridge Holland.
1: Less than six months ago, Cesaro was wrestling Roma for the Universal title,
0: and now he's on a damn pre show. <sighs> well, not only that, but Ridge Holland, his nose is like shattered. Yeah, his,
1: he got shattered like
0: hell. Like, shattering early in the match, Sheamus and Ridge win. So, basically, Sheamus beat Cesaro and Ricochet by himself.
1: Yeah, yeah, he'll win it in baby face fashion. Wait. Oh. Interesting.
0: I mean, could they have called an audible? Yes. Should they have called an audible? Probably. Uh,
1: it's kind of hard to know how they would have been able to. I mean, you got three veterans in the ring. They would have been able to pull it off.
0: Yeah, you've got three veterans in the ring, but you just had a single heel beat two babyfaces.
1: At least have them cheat. Something.
0: Well, it could have been a cheat. It could have been, like you said, they're three professionals, so, you know, have somebody come out and say, hey, we're going to make this a triple threat match now, and then just tell the ref we still want Sheamus over. You know, Sheamus, pin whoever, in the for the finish. And just let them go out there. And have them, <laughs> let them have 20 minutes to... Or 5 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever they're going to give them. All right, let them go out there, do a match. Show them what they can fucking do instead of being like, okay, well, Cesaro and Ricochet, you guys are going to team up, but you're facing a guy that's by himself. Good job. All right. Then... Usos and New Day for the SmackDown Tag Titles.
1: Never will be disappointed when these two teams face each other. They're always fucking incredible matches.
0: It's always good and everything, but... It is repetitive. It, that's just the tag division in WWE right now. They have no tag division.
1: Well, because they break everybody up. Or they put together two people that's not meant to be a tag team. Very rarely does that work.
0: Alright, but it goes through. Usos win the match. Uh, retain the SmackDown tag team titles. Uh, the only other SmackDown match on the whole show was the next match. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus... I ain't even calling it Madcap Moss because that's just fucking stupid. It's, it's right. Riddick Moss. My God. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Riddick Moss had a longer match than the five-way.
1: A longer match than the WWE Championship match. A, a title that's got lineage dating decades back but this
0: match was longer than that match uh, i understand why they did it how they did it well we'll wait we'll talk about the championship match when it gets to it uh drew McIntyre beats riddick moss uh, then we go along, you get RK Bro and the Street Profits for the Raw Tag titles. Uh,
1: I love the Street Profits. Street Profits are always good.
0: The Profits aren't always good. I like RK Bro. Uh, <clears throat> four guys can have a great match together. Uh, they put Orton and Riddle over.
1: Yeah, and you know, going back to what I said, very rarely just two, t- uh, two random people put together work, but like the- this Orton and Riddle. It started off kind of weird, but it worked. It's just like Booger T and Go does. They threw them together. They worked. X-Pac and Kane, they worked. You know, it's so, Rock and Sock Connection. That was probably the best put-together team, probably. There were two polar opposites, but they worked. So, but yeah, I like Riddle and Norton.
0: Well, the bar was a put-together team that worked.
1: Yeah, and tremendously.
0: Yeah, I think that was better than the Rock and Sock Connection. And I,
1: And theirs was more of a, you know, we beat the hell out of each other in this best of seven, but, you know, I respect you because of how fucking tough you are. Let's be tough together.
0: Right, exactly. Uh, But, yeah, Riddle and Orton, I like their dynamic together. I like, you get a little bit of uh, Orton coming through and stuff that Riddle's doing. And then you get, like, (coughs) Orton's kind of... Not really breaking, but it looks like he's like softening towards Riddle and all their interactions and everything.
1: It's going to be great when the heel turn actually happens, which I hope they don't do what we think they're going to do. Everybody thinks is going to turn heel.
0: would love
1: to see Riddle turn
0: heel. I was about to say, I think it's going to be Riddle turn. If if that's how they do it and that's how they split it up, I could see uh, Riddle turn and heel on him.
1: And then they'll be facing each other at Mania.
0: Uh, Edge and Miz next. Edge with a win. Uh, starting to sow the seeds for an extended rivalry where they're going to probably wind up doing uh, Beth and Edge versus Maurice and Miz at the Rumble.
1: Rumble, Chamber, Mania, whatever. Hopefully it's just maybe for the Rumble because I'd like to see Edge have a good featured match at Mania, maybe against AJ.
0: No, because I see AJ and Omos at Mania.
1: Oh, God, I hope not.
0: Even though they did it on Raw, I see that feud. I see it keeping going. Well, there was
1: the murmurs about them having a house show, and it was,
0: like, horrible. Oh, yeah, well, I'll talk about this more when we go to Raw. I only wrote down three things for Raw. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. Becky and Liv for the Raw Women's title was next. Uh, Becky over Clean. I mean, uh, I was
1: hoping that you know she would. Uh, some we could have got one more dirty way for Becky to win that way. Because I don't know what the plans are, but you know, the only best thing was there are was, none. Yeah, for to maybe win the rumble, but the third losing clean that doesn't really help our momentum. So you could have had Becky get counted out, get disqualified, you know, something.
0: Right. But. And then main event, uh, fatal five way for the WWE championship. Uh, Biggie, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Brock Lesnar. Original plans, Biggie was going to retain. They were going to go about 30 minutes, is what all the reports are saying. Right. Well, Brock gets added in. They cut it down to about eight and a half minutes, and Brock wins the title. Yeah, <clears throat> eight and a
1: half minutes of just spawn finisher. Spawn finisher. Everybody hit their big stuff.
0: Right. And so I'm. I bet it was an exciting-ass match to watch.
1: Yeah, I saw Lashley spearing Lesnar through the barricade or something, I think, or something like that. Yeah. You know, you can tell we watch WWE. We're great reviewers. But, yeah, you know, it was was good. It was good, you know, back and forth. You know, when Lesnar's in matches, even though they are short, they are offensive, they are dynamic, and it's never, you know, rest told. It's not – they're not paused moments in there.
0: Well, they said, in everything that I've read, looked at, listened to, uh, it said, Brock gets a big win. Right. Uh, Owens and Rollins worked great together. Uh, Lashley looked huge. He had the submission locked onto Lesnar that Lesnar couldn't get out of until it was broken up. Uh, you know, like you said... The spear through the barricade. guardrail, the barricade from Lashley to Lesnar, and then the fact that uh, Lashley was the only person that Brock didn't give an F five to.
1: Yeah, and he got. Any time they did confront each other, Lashley always got the upper
0: hand. Right. <clears throat> Which uh, the writing was on the wall right there. What was going to happen? Yep.
1: And it's you know that this is something that we've been you know wanting to see for about. Since Bobby joined, that I was, was about to say
0: they've been talking about it for four years.
1: Yeah, and that was one of the reasons that Bobby wanted to resign in WWE to begin with because he was hoping and promised. He wanted the match. He Les- was promised
0: a match with Lesnar, exactly. Mm. But uh, Brock pins Biggie to become the WWE champion.
1: You could have pinned anybody else if you had to be the champion,
0: but I get it. I get it. Uh, and then Raw, two nights later. Uh, The only three things I wrote down was there was a fatal four-way for the number one contenders match, which was... Everybody minus minus Lesnar. Well, it was what the match was supposed to have been before. Right. And instead of putting, you know... Instead of Big E winning like what was supposed to have happened at day one, uh, they put Lashley over, but like I said, the writing was on the wall with everything that happened in the match at day one. Right. You knew what was going to happen. So, I mean, it's like they're... They telegraphed everything. You could have not watched Raw and knew what the main event for the Rumble was going to be. Uh, Omos and AJ Styles had a match on the show. There was no heat for Omos whatsoever.
1: Did he get cheered or is it just
0: nothing? No, there was nothing. Oh, God. Uh,. They said it was just a mute reaction. Omas playing the heel. Nobody gave a rat's ass about it.
1: Well I mean Omas is a one dimensional character. He he doesn't have a gimmick. He's just tall. That's it.
0: That's and, a gimmick, brother.
1: But what pisses me
0: off, I mean it doesn't piss
1: me off, I I just bamboozled is Undertaker himself is freaking talking about how he's the closest thing we're gonna get to Andre the Giant. Right. I don't I don't get that at all. Not one bit. I mean, uh, of course, Undertaker is respected in this business, and he knows more about stuff than we do. But, if, if, I mean, he, he reminds me of the damn great colleague, barely can walk in the ring. I mean, I feel like when you're that tall, you're limited to certain movements when you to become an athlete.
0: Okay, but would you say Andre the Giant is one of the greats of all time? Yeah. Okay, but think back to Andre's stuff he was limited. He didn't do a lot of bumping. He didn't do a lot of anything else.
1: That's true. But yeah, back in, you know, back before he got, you know, real sick and stuff, he was doing a little bit more, but yeah.
0: But I don't know. I mean, once you get a certain height and everything, it gets harder for everything. I mean, Undertaker uh, Undertaker, Kane, Sid I uh, before all the injuries and stuff, Dan Spivey, you know tall guys like that, uh, they were different than the other big guys. They were like the new evolution of the big guy. So that's what you grew up seeing was big guys like the Undertaker, like you know, like Nash that would be able to do a little bit, yeah. you know stuff like that. That's what you grew up seeing, so that's what you're used to. I did get to see Andre, so I know, you know, big guy, slow, labored, uh, kick, punch, a lot of punch, and then some kind of choke slam power deal, like, you know, like that.
1: Maybe I wouldn't be as biased or as negative about it if, you know, I mean, I feel like he's not doing much because when he first was coming with AJ, he wasn't told to do much. He wasn't told to do as much. He used to say, hey, stand there on the apron, look tall, look menacing, just be a bodyguard. So maybe he's not doing much because he wasn't needed to do much. Okay,
0: but the thing is, they had big guys that could do stuff. They had, you know, uh, Donovan Dijak. They had Keith Lee. You know, big guys that could move, big guys that could do stuff. But they want to send them down for more training. But a guy who can't do anything but stand there and look tall, they're going to push him. Yeah. Somebody that has no personality whatsoever, they're going to push him. I mean, that's, that's what pisses me off about the whole thing. Right. Is you got big guys saying, oh, this is the next big guy. This is the next big thing. Yeah. You can't be the next big thing and the next big guy if you have nothing besides I'm tall.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> and if you can't get heat on AJ Styles of all people, who can make just about anybody look like a million bucks, then that says something about that person.
0: I mean, they said that AJ was selling for him, so it wasn't the typical, you know, take a bump and get up fast-paced AJ match.
1: Right. He was he was giving it all to him. He was making it. He was making him look like like a monster.
0: Right, but. You can only go so far with that before it gets old. I mean,
1: yeah.
0: hell, they've made Roman Reigns a monster on SmackDown, and everybody's basically getting sick of it because what? How is anything going to happen? Yeah, exactly. Who's going to beat him? I mean, you're going to bring The Rock in for The Rock to job out to him. You're going to bring. I mean, he's going to beat Roman, or he's going to beat Brock. Beat Brock. <laughs> Okay, guys, let me uh, let me take a quick pause right here. Uh, here comes Mont. Nah, it's okay. Quick it's okay. cut. Keep going. Hi, guys. It's Lady Hampton. Lady Hampton. Hey, it's Lady Hampton. <laughs> Just okay. got really excited about a show and ran in here, so no pause. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know what. It, well, I didn't know what you were running here like half naked and all excited okay. about. Shh. I was. Shh.
1: I'm covered.
0: With a towel. Wait, I mean, what show? That's actually a blanket, not a towel. Anyways, oh, anyways, carry on. <laughs> but yeah, the only other thing I've got wrote down about Raw, uh women's tag title match, uh Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash against Selena and uh, Carmella. Yeah, how long was
1: that? 37 seconds?
0: It was no time at all. Uh Nikki gets rolled up to lose.
1: I'm hoping this is planting the seeds for her to go ape shit crazy again on Rhea.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. I'll that tag team's going to break up soon. I would rather it be a Nikki heel turn to where... I know I've said, you know, just the last show for Nikki to go back to her sanity gimmick. The crazy blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I can
1: see... Uh... But
0: what if it's a mix between the sanity gimmick and the superhero super villain?
1: Okay. Do you have any more you can elaborate on? Or is that all you got right, yet, right now?
0: Well, it's just instead of nikki almost a superhero she's you know supervillain lex luthor type
1: uh gets rid of the bright colors gets rid of the stupid
0: mask i mean she could still keep the mask or whatever but she just looks you know she goes back to the darker colors she goes like crazy just she flips her shit okay i can get with
1: this
0: i like this so i mean she's like Crazy super villain It's like Not really Harley Quinn But kind of Harley Quinn Where Harley Quinn was more like Straight psychopathic Well she was more like Ditzy followed around the Joker Right Where It's the same kind of thing Where she's crazy But she's not like he, he, he crazy, like when Alexa would do the Twisted Bliss thing, right. and, you know? She's more completely just... Right. I don't have an answer for that. Sorry. Fucking...
1: But she's more like... She's like she's, it's, it's not like... Oh, she's like
0: female Joker. Female, okay. Like just completely flipped off her gourd fucking crazy.
1: Yes, okay. No comedic to her whatsoever. Right. Gotcha. I like it. I like it. And I just see... I see Rhea being a better baby face than that heel. I think I feel like with her colours and her gimmick and her personality she's much more suited for a badass baby face.
0: I agree, and they're gonna need a badass baby face to go against Becky Lynch. Yes. I
1: mean we've got I mean, yes, Liv is cool for right now, but I mean see that's the thing. I mean, you'll push these baby faces, but you'll push one person in the women's division, have them lose, 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 and then we gotta go back to drawing board. Now we gotta build somebody else up. But instead, while this top baby face was either losing or getting their momentum, you could have still been building these other women up in smaller, lower card women's matches. That way, when that person loses, you have your next woman to come up to face the champion.
0: Okay, but they can't do that because they have one women's segment a show, two women's segments a show, and one of them has to be tag team.
1: I hope they get rid of the women's tag team titles, but I don't know if they will.
0: I mean, they should get rid of all tag team titles, honestly.
1: I mean, they're not doing nothing with any of them. You only got, like, four tag teams
0: in the whole company. I mean, you've got two sets of tag team champions. you got the Usos and RK-Bro. Yep. There are more tag teams on Raw, but they've got their tag teams doing stupid shit. I mean, they've got Ziggler and Rude going to try to get Ziggler the U.S. title over Priest. I mean, you've got the Alpha Academy, who just beat RK-Bro on Raw. But it was one of those, Orton never got in the ring. Uh, You got fucking the Street Profits, but they just lost. You got the Mysterios. But they're... They're working on a WrestleMania angle with them where they're probably split up at the Rumble or... A
1: little bit before. A little bit after.
0: Yeah, right after the Rumble. So, I mean... They really have no direction. None of the tag titles. I mean, name a tag team on SmackDown besides the Usos in the New Day.
1: Yeah, I got
0: nothing. I, Gender and Shinky. Yeah.
1: No. Did did Veer come tonight? Did Did they send Veer? Don't say send Veer. I ought
0: to punch you in your.
1: It was a joke because their dumbasses said it.
0: But no, I mean. They just... Okay, the whole Veer thing. I've heard people say, oh, he doesn't need to debut. They need to just keep doing the... He's coming, coming coming soon, coming soon. And then, you know, release him and say, not coming anymore. You know, stupid shit. You know, all this stuff that people are saying, right? Yeah. The funniest thing I've heard, and I know they're not going to do it because... It's a fucking terrible idea. It's stupid. Oh,
1: so they're definitely gonna do it.
0: But I fucking love it. What? Is the whole... Veer is coming, Veer is coming. You have somebody... You have, like, a video crew following behind him, right? Like, they're in the car with him, and he's, you know... I am here. I am... What is it? Veer Mahan? Veer Mahan. Oh, man. yeah, because it's Vince McMahon. Uh, I'm Veer Mahan. I am... I am here, I'm going to debut at Raw tonight in insert city name here, right? Right. And then somebody on the video crew was like, uh, Veer, that's where Raw was last week. What? Yeah, like, I'm going to debut at Raw here in Atlanta. Uh, Veer, day one was in Atlanta. Wait, What? So it's just gonna be like And they pull up to the an empty fucking arena. So it's gonna be footage of him
1: missing every time or getting the wrong going to the wrong arena. Yeah.
0: That's
1: hilarious. Like
0: he shows up to He shows up to the fucking Mercedes Arena, right? Yeah. Expecting Ra to be there. And he walks in and the fucking Hawks are playing or something. <laughs> or he goes to say Raw on X-Day is going to be in Birmingham and Raw the next week is going to be in St. Louis. He goes to St. Louis a week early. You know, just something like that. Or he goes to Nashville and or he walks in and because, you know, this is people recording him and he's like, well, let's see what Veer did this week and he shows up to fucking Smackdown instead and he walks into the locker room with gender and shanky and shit and they're like what are you doing here I'm debuting tonight this is Smackdown bro what the hell
1: you know? <laughs> dude that's fucking great man and now I'm back because
0: they're not going to do it oh I know I know and I don't even remember who it was I was talking like oh they're just going to show them vignettes and I'm like why don't they just do something fun and stupid
1: and fucking thing is you could get a couple you could get a couple of weeks out of that, a few weeks out of that before it would get dull. I mean,
0: hell, I guarantee you, when he does debut, I guarantee you he'd get a bit of a pop, too. Yeah, and have it be, like, accidental, like he walks in and walks out in the middle of somebody's match. Almost like a, the old R-Truth thing, when he used to go out, uh, you know? Yeah, my,
1: the whole my bad.
0: Oh, oh, oh. That's why I'm in the Royal Rumble. You're not in the Royal uh-huh. Rumble. I'm I'm not. Oh, okay. You know, one of them kind of things. Just make it fun, but they're not going to do anything like that. They're going to have him debut. He's going to try to be a badass that nobody likes.
1: And probably because him having the Middle Eastern kind of look, they're going to pull some kind of Middle Eastern. It's going to be heel. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But, uh, okay, we'll go ahead. We'll move on. All Dynamite. I was about to say, do you want to talk about Dynamite or Rampage first? Let's
1: do Rampage first.
0: Okay, uh, Rampage first. You sure you want to talk about Rampage first? Yeah,
1: because I want to save Dynamite for last.
0: Why do you want to save Dynamite for last? Uh,
1: why do you want us to do Dynamite right
0: now? Because I want to save Rampage for last.
1: <laughs> Fine, we'll do Dynamite.
0: Okay, Dynamite, you got... Okay, I didn't write down. I don't know what order all these matches were in. I just wrote down the matches and what who wins. Uh, you got the Wardlow Squash over Colin Delaney
1: oh I loved it. it was good
0: to see Colin Delaney again that was great Uh
1: he's getting more get more
0: and more over he's getting more and more over the backstage segment they did before the match is gonna help him get more and more over yes the whole you know the contract you signed says that anything you win I win and anything any title any or, titles uh, you win you relinquish, you relinquish to me. So, whenever he finally does turn baby on MJF, it's going to be huge. Yeah. And the crowd's getting more and more behind him. So, there's only... Okay, as bad as it sounds, there's two ways this could happen. There's two ways this could go.
1: Okay.
0: One, he actually turns baby.
1: I've got an idea, but you go
0: ahead. He turns baby. It's going to be huge. He's going to be a huge fucking babyface star. Two... He goes and he wins a TNT title and then willingly gives it up to MJF and stays heel.
1: What I, how I would book his babyface turn would be, I, I, I don't know what people are to put in this match, but the next time they do, Plot and Guts. You know, it's Team Pinnacle versus Team whatever, Jungle Boy, Hangman, whoever, insert five babyfaces. Mm-hmm. You know, it's two against one. It's MJF and Wardlow against Jungle Boy. You know, and there it looks like he's telling uh, Wardlow to go finish the job. Jungle Boy's a bloody mess. Just crawling up. He lifts Jungle Boy up. And then boom, just fucking floors. Fucking MJF with like a clothesline or something. Boom. bumps him about four or five times. Walks out.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I could see them doing something like that i uh
1: I think blood and guts will be good because you know the last time they had the blood and guts that was him coming out you know and also he is still is coming out, but while he's becoming more of a better heel, he rents out a new cop baby face
0: right, but The only thing about Blood and Guts... You're talking about it coming down to two-on-one. You know, those matches don't come down to a two-on-one.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. It's surrender or knockout.
0: Yeah, but... Well, not only that, but... It wouldn't go to a two-on-one kind of thing.
1: Right, yeah. All right. Everybody's there.
0: Yeah, it's not an elimination match. Fuck, I forgot about that. Damn. Unless they would do it to where... The last two heels left to go in were MJF and Wardlow. And Wardlow goes to go in because he's thinking it's his turn and MJF, you know, grabs and, you, know, you you wait, you, you know, you idiot, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go in now because, you know, have, make the hills have the advantage and MJF wants to get in there and just be a dick and run all over the place. Right. Well, that's where Wardlow finally has enough, you know, Kicks his ass outside, uh, tells him to close the cage back. So whenever the cage opens again, for the Babyface team to send a person in. They open the door, the Babyface goes in, Wardlow chucks MJF in, and then just walks off. So that would give the Babyfaces the 5-on-4 for the end advantage. Yeah. I like that. Uh, But, yeah, the Wardlow squash. uh, Then you got 2.0 and Daniel Garcia against Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz. Uh, They're keeping going on the – The Eddie Kingston losing streak, yes. The Kingston losing streak. He didn't get pinned this time. Uh, It was a roll up, one or 2.0 rolled up, I think, Santana. I think it was,
1: Yeah. Oh, they
0: started the beatdown? Yeah, the beatdown, and then Jericho returns with Floyd. They
1: save, pisses off. Kingston, what the fuck are you doing here? Why are you said my
0: boys? Yeah, and just the in-the-face. If we're going to get a Jericho-Kingston deal out of this, I'm going to enjoy that very much. Oh, God, yes. The promos they can cut on each other, the matches those two could have. Oh, yeah. This one be good. Uh and then, hey, this match, I remember this one opened the show. Uh, Lucha Brothers, Drastic Express, and Christian Cage against FTR, Private Party, and Matt Hardy.
1: Private Party, Matt Hardy, that wrong almost. It was a good match. Really good match.
0: Yeah, it was a really good match. Uh, Story throughout was, you know, the
1: building tension between Lucha Brothers and Drastic Express for their impending tag title match, which was announced the following week.
0: Right. Well, the challenge was made... The week prior, yeah. Well, it was made on this this show.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: It was made on this show because... uh, Christian wound up getting pinned. Right. He took the big rig from FTR. Yeah, he did the blind tag on Penta. Well, Penta blind tagged in earlier in the match. And so, he just turned around and done it again. And then the backstage segment between... The five of them and the translator. What's his name? Jose. Alex Abraham. Alex. That's it. Jose's with uh,
1: Jose's with uh, Andrade.
0: Andrade. And Jack to the gills. God damn! I couldn't believe oh, that. No. Okay, but uh, yeah, the confrontation backstage between the six of them had them talking about how Christian's washed up. You know, they need to quit listening to a loser like Christian. Is that going to lead to a Christian heel turn, or is that just going to be, you know... That's what, that's what everybody's thinking. That's
1: what I'm thinking. Maybe he turns heel costs
0: Jurassic dress and the titles. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Is it going to be a heel turn and he costs them the titles, or is it going to be a... He accidentally costs them the titles and he gets upset and just kind of goes off.
1: Because always- they're talking
0: about the old washed up, you know, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. Things were going good until he got in the ring. We were on the track to win the match until he got in the ring. Or we could do what I've always said. Luchasaurus heel turn.
1: I'm telling you, it will work. Have him rip up, beat the fuck out of Jungle Boy, rip off that mask. I'm telling you. I, I, Tony, if you're listening, please just
0: turn him heel, please. Tony, if you're listening, don't turn him heel. That's the worst idea. Fucking, every time you say it, I'm just like, no, don't do that shit
1: yeah it's not gonna be the stereotypical big man heel he's gonna be smart, cunning because well, most people don't watch being in the elite, but those that do in his earlier segments, he always talked about having a master's degree. you know, bring that to life you know have kind of like me like Jericho two thousand eight slow, cunning, very. Meticulous when he talks. I I really... Okay, but when
0: there's a tag team split, it doesn't have to be because one of them turns heel because then you pigeonhole them into they have to have an angle. And if you're wanting to do something to push Jungle Boy, which is what this would... what would happen when this split, he would have to go over on Luchasaurus. And do you really want your new big, slow, methodical, master's degree heel to lose his first big angle? Mm, No. I mean, I see what you're saying. You know, I get everything you're talking about. But it's just one of those things. Whenever you do something like that, you've got to think, you know, what's going to happen because we did this. I mean, I've helped book a show before, kid. I know.
1: <laughs> well, leave me alone. I'm not an experienced booker. I like my fantasy booking sometimes.
0: No, I mean, like I said. I like the idea. I like, you know, what you're saying. Right, yes. But you've gotta think of, you know, different things from that because you got like I said, you've got to think about what's gonna happen when we turn him heel is they're gonna to have to they're yeah. gonna to have to go at it. I didn't really
1: think about that. Yeah. You don't again, you don't wanna get the brand new heel that you just turn heel to we have a big loss.
0: Yeah. Right. And them splitting is gonna be Jungle Boys. Coming out, platform, and coming out, and they're gonna push him out of everything. So turn Jungle Boy heel.
1: Jungle Boy cannot be a heel, not right now.
0: Man, I'm gonna tell you, I don't think you
1: can do it right. The
0: best time to turn a baby face heel is when they're at their peak.
1: He's not at his peak yet, I don't think.
0: As soon as his music starts, everybody's hands in the fucking arena start waving.
1: I feel like there's more
0: mileage there. But um, there's more mileage with the tag team. I just, I, I just, I just want
1: to see Luchasaurus do more shit. That's all. anyways yeah. I, I
0: mean, yeah. If you want to see Luchasaurus do more shit, let them have their split, and then let him lose a couple matches, and he flips out, and he turns evil dinosaur. <laughs> I mean, he goes from Luchasaurus to fucking Velociraptosaurus.
1: Tony, if you're listening to this, do not fucking do that. If I see Luchasaurus coming out in six months time as it's Velociraptosaurus, I swear to God, I'm punching him in the
0: throat. Well, no, I'm not saying call him Velociraptosaurus. I'm just saying, you know, he goes and instead of being nice dinosaur, he's, instead of Barney... You know, I love you. You love me, dinosaur. He's a fucking velociraptor from Jurassic Park trying to eat him in the fucking kitchen.
1: <laughs> I just thought of so many Graham BTE skits that
0: could come out. <laughs> All right, uh,
1: next. Let's
0: let's get back on track. TBS semifinal match: Jade Cargill, Thunder Rosa.
1: This was a good match.
0: It was a really good match, and. The way they went and did the finish, I like because it's going to keep... It kept Jade strong because she got to win the match.
1: And it kept Thunder strong because she didn't lose clean.
0: Yeah, it was the outside interference into Jaded.
1: Yeah, because uh, a glass of some sort smashed onto the face of Thunder Rosa. But she did turn around into Jaded. And how about that damn jumping pump kick that Jade did? God
0: damn. Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, they were picking her head up out of the fucking third oh, row. Yeah, God dang. Uh,
1: and I know she's, I know she's green for the most part, but she's been put in there with experienced veterans, so she's looking good. But God, she is, a, she's gonna
0: be a star. She's going to, and like you said, she has been put in there with people that can make her look good, and people that are helping out, and people that are, you know, probably. I'm sure she learned a fuck ton from being in the ring Red with line. Thunder Rosa and the match that they did.
1: And also, another veteran that we're about to talk about, the the reason why she won, the interference came from, newly debuting.
0: Well, re-debuting Mercedes Martinez. Yes.
1: That's another veteran she's going to learn a lot from. So, it looks like it's going to be Thunder, Thunder excuse me, Jade and Mercedes.
0: Well, I don't know if they're actually going to be a group or if that was just a uh, Mercedes was wanting to kick, get in on Thunder Rosa.
1: Anyway, there's a bunch of different ways you could go. And I like how EW does that. They they introduce or they introduce an angle or a segment where there's multiple ways it can go. So it leaves you wondering.
0: Right. And they they leave everything open ended on a lot of things like that, just so they can uh, so if they want to change their mind, they don't they're not pigeonholed into
1: one thing, yeah. So like if there's an injury that happened or if something happened that caused them to have to make changes, they have enough stories well, to tell.
0: Moxley going to rehab. Yes. Uh, You know, granted, that was a last minute thing. It was something he needed to do. I'm glad he did. Yes. Uh, Hopefully he'll be back soon. I don't know how, I don't know how long of a program he went into. There are 30, 60, 90 day programs for all this stuff. I don't know what he did. Right. Uh, But yeah, just uh, let him come back. Or whenever he left, they had, you know, Dante Martin. They had, uh, Leo Rush, you know, different people that could come in and take the place of someone like that to be out. Right. Daniel Bryan jump or Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan. I'm just so used to fucking calling him that for so many goddamn I'm just calling,
1: years. I'm just call him Brian.
0: Uh, Brian there to jump in t- in a big spot like that. Fucking, uh, Hangman Omega having to leave Because of injury And you got Orange Cassidy And guys like that That are right there Yep Uh, Adam Cole stepping up Fucking uh, Kyle O'Reilly Coming in
1: That's gonna be good
0: You got Aleister Black A huge fucking star God
1: And you got his His promos His vignettes His backstage segments All of them are so meticulous I just they're very detailed and you can tell this guy's a creative genius because he sits down and he he makes sure he pays attention to what he's going to be saying or doing.
0: Okay, and then we get to the uh we get to the main event of the show. The best friends in Orange Cassidy against one of the things I said I wanted to see happen in AEW in twenty twenty two, Undisputed Era Reunion. Uh Fish, O'Reilly, Cole. Uh, I like the backstage segment they did before they even went out for the match.
1: Yep. They acknowledged their heat again.
0: Well, it had the three of them and the Young Bucks back there. Uh, O'Reilly says he wanted to talk to Cole alone. He sends the Bucks off. Sends Bobby off. Uh, He's like, he tells Bobby, I got this. This is something we need to do. Bobby's like You know what Cool Y'all go ahead Handle y'all's business Leaves the two of them They're like Hey We left things off On the wrong foot You know We weren't on the same page Blah 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 And they're like The best way to Succeed here Is a faction He's like I'll have your back If you have my back
1: He's like I know Bobby's got my back I'll see if you have
0: mine And uh (coughs) So they go out there They're having the match Fucking damn good
1: match God It's such a good match
0: I I'm sure everybody listening to this has seen it. If you haven't, go, go fucking watch. watch it. We can't do it justice.
1: We could we if we want to we could go step by step hole for hold but we're not gonna do that. Well I didn't write down that much. Oh I know you didn't. We don't even write
0: down that much. No, I just like literally I wrote down Era V Besties dash Cole dash O'Reilly Heat. That's all I wrote down. <laughs> So, you know, having to go back and talk about the backstage shit and everything that happened during the match, that would have to be all from memory, and I can't fucking remember that much. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I've been hitting the head too many times, and I'm old. Yeah, it's okay. I got you. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. But, yeah, we go through a great fucking match.
1: finish was real good, too.
0: Well, everything leading up to the finish from... uh, O'Reilly kicking Cole off the apron inadvertently. You know when I think it was Cassidy got out of the way. Yep. Uh, and then
1: you have the Bucks coming in towards the end to pick up Cole. Or at the end. Well, the
0: Bucks came in and hit a hit, a, hit, a, hit super <laughs> kicks on everybody when the ref was distracted.
1: And that led
0: for the, then that led into the okay. kick off the apron and then chasing the dragon for Cole
1: uh, O'Reilly and fishing at the pin.
0: And then the whole, after it was over, the Young Bucks helping Adam Cole up, walking him to the back. Talking down to
1: O'Reilly. Oh, what, what are you doing? What, what's going on?
0: And then for Cole to be walking the whole time being like, dude, you fucking kicked me. What the hell, bro? He's like, dude, chill,
1: accident. I mean, Wait, what you, could,
0: you could have fucking chipped a tooth. I had to go see Britt, you know. I <laughs> a personal dentist. But yeah, I mean, it was a great fucking show. I like when they do their two-night big events like this because you had, what, five or four big matches in the Wardlow uh, with MJF Angle. Yeah. And then that leads into what they did Friday night on Rampage. Good God. Okay. We'll get
1: to the good God in a minute.
0: Yeah, I just wrote, well, I'll tell you what I wrote on that one. I'm gonna go I'm not going in order uh, Cody and Ethan Page was a good match
1: good
0: match uh, both those guys are really fucking good I like them both uh, Cody is
1: still playing a delusional heel
0: we hope that's what I hope he's doing I'm hoping it's gonna be he's the heel that just thinks he's a baby face because they always say in comic books a true bad guy always thinks he's the good guy Yep, You know, like, hell, the whole Marvel deal with Thanos. Yep. He thought he was doing good by wiping out half the universe.
1: And you know, one of the biggest old adage, uh, quotes in a comic book is, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain.
0: Exactly. Because and he see- couldn't
1: die the hero that he wanted to be, so he's living to see himself be the villain that he never wanted to be.
0: I mean, he even says, oh, I'm not going to turn heel. I mean, he (coughs) said that in interviews. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to turn heel. I'm not going to be the bad guy. You know, I've got, he's like, I've got control over this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, You don't have control if the crowd tells you. No. You don't have control over the crowd. And that's one thing I like because he's, he's kind of playing into it where he's getting the booze, but it's just like crowd reaction that he's hearing. So he's like, yeah, you know.
1: And also he's doing he's doing heelish stuff, you know, he's you no know, holding holds for longer, you know, and then when he does his finishes he's doing his finish once, twice, then he's doing this tiger driver. Which one of his crosswords usually would do it. Two would definitely, but then he's adding this extra exclamation point.
0: Right, and the match he had with Sammy when he won the T N T title back when he hit that he hit that second crossroads and then well, he hit the first one and Sammy kicked out so they went along he hit the second one and then he's like okay I'm gonna have to do more so that's when he broke the Tiger Driver 98 out uh, but yeah Ethan Page he just done two crossroads picked him back up and hit the Tiger Driver and pinned him uh, where was the New Year's Eve New Year's <coughs> Smash uh... where was it do you remember I don't. It wasn't Greensboro, was it? Greensboro. Yeah, it was.
1: Greensboro, North
0: Carolina. Okay, well, see, that's another reason why. Because,
1: uh, no, that was the week before
0: because Crockett. When Cody won the Crockett, title, they were in Greensboro because uh, yeah, Crockett was there. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. See, I knew between the two of us, one of us would have to remember some shit. But, no, I was thinking this past week was Greensboro. That's why I was asking. You don't have to look it up. No,
1: okay, okay say why I was wondering if you was wanting F for a
0: specific reason. No, I was thinking they were in Greensboro. That's why they would have had Cody over big on somebody who's supposed to be a heel to try to sway the crowd reaction. Alright. And then the next match we're gonna talk about is the one that was the opening match of the show, Darby Allen and Anthony Bowen. I fucking love the acclaimed. Oh
1: yeah, the acclaimed is great. And you can tell that Max is the talker, but also, you know, Anthony is
0: good in the ring. Oh, he's fucking amazing. I mean, he is so fucking good. Uh, Max, I didn't get him the first time I ever saw him because I didn't... I don't watch Dark, and I don't watch all that stuff. And I know a lot of the stuff he was doing was on Dark. So the first time I ever saw him was in the... uh, One of the... Not the Casino Battle Royal, but the one where they... The, la- the ladder? No, no. Yeah, it's the... You seen a ladder match? It was a ladder match, yeah. That was the first time I'd ever saw him. The one with Orange Cassidy where uh, Brian Cage made his debut.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: That was the first time I'd ever saw him. Right. So that was one of those, you know, okay, I'm like, okay, who is this guy? Why is he coming out? Why is he doing the shit he's doing? Blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, the more I saw him, the more I saw... Him and Bowen together, uh, I would love to see them get a run towards the tag titles. Uh, Just like with the singles titles, though, the tag titles main event tag team scene is very crowded. I mean, you got the Bucks, the Lucha Brothers, Jurassic, uh, Santana, and Ortiz. Uh,
1: You've got trios that can break into tag teams.
0: I mean, well, that's why I'm hoping they get the trios title soon, so they can keep the tag teams as tag teams, and then you have the trios. Right. They can go. Because you go from WWE,
1: who has no tag teams, to AEW, who in their first press conference says, we're going to make tag team popular again. We're going to make tag team mean something again. And they right. Be-
0: and see, like, <clears throat> with... I don't want to keep calling them the Undisputed Era, because that's not what they are anymore. But... Code of Honor, that's what I wanted to call him when I first saw him in WWE. Well, I just, I wrote down era when I wrote the match. Era. 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 I just wrote down era. Like they call him on Talk, the redacted era. <laughs> but no, uh, that's a set of trios that you can break down to Red Dragon and Adam Cole. Like, let Cole go after the TNT title or uh, let him have a feud for the heavyweight title. Yes. Uh, Best Friends and Orange Cassidy. That's another one that can split to a tag in a singles. Yeah. But then you have guys like uh, Jurassic Express and Christian. You know, that's a tag team in a singles, but they've been doing more trio trio stuff. Uh, You've got Private Party and Matt Hardy. Hardy They can do trio stuff, and that's...
1: Yeah, you also got Butcher and the Blade and the little...
0: Right, and that new guy they got with him, too. I can never remember his name. Yeah, because I
1: I was like, who is that? I don't remember seeing him. I guess he must have got with him on Dark or something.
0: But then you have people that are just tag teams, like Butcher and Blade, like the Acclaim, like the Varsity Blondes.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, You know, people like that. The Lucha Brothers, I mean, they have Pac for Death Triangle. But, I mean, it's certain guys that you just see, and you're like, okay, that's a tag team. That's not... Tree, you don't have right. three guys that go with that. And uh, acclaimed, varsity blondes, bear country when they're there. Uh, 2.0. I mean, they've got a tag division. They've got a damn good tag division. Yeah, that's very deep. FTR. Very deep.
1: Yeah.
0: Fucking... Who else? What's some other tag teams we've seen? Uh, hell, the Dark Order's got... Two, Two Grace, different tactics. Yes,
1: DeGrasse and Ebrino, Alex Reynolds, John Silver. When uh, his brother comes back, Top Flight will be back. Right. Dante
0: and da- Demarius. Demari- Damian, Demarius, DeJuan. Darius or
1: Dem- I think it's Darius. I know it's the D.
0: Yeah. But they've got Leo with them for that trio. Yep. Uh, you've got Team Taz is actually a... Okay. Team Taz is a trio's team. Because you've got uh, Hook, Ricky Starks, and what are you doing? Huh? What are you doing?
1: <laughs> oh, I'm just looking up something for him. But
0: yeah, no. They... Uh, but yeah, Hook, Cobbs, and Ricky Starks, and the Team Taz is a trio. So, I mean, you've got a lot of trio stuff you can do. But, uh... Yeah,
1: I'm... I'm... I would think that they might announce something on TBS,
0: but I, I don't see that. Because. Okay, but Darby and Anthony Bowen in this match. Uh, Darby gets a win with a big coffin drop after... Uh, Sting is in the match. Uh, Max Caster gets in. You know, so, I mean, it, the people around were all involved in everything. Uh, it was actually a good in-the-ring match until... You know, without any interference, Darby went to go for the dive, and Max jumped up so he couldn't. Right. That's when Sting interfered. You know, got Max off. Which I think it was you. I was telling, if that was if something like that was to happen to me and I was there, you know, and Sting pulled me off the apron and then threw me in the guardrail, I'd have to hide my face from you know smiling and laughing I me mean, like I just did a spot with Sting. Oh
1: yeah, I, you got you know he had to have been freaking marking out like crazy.
0: I mean, hell, I was smiling and laughing the whole way home after I did a little dance skit with fucking Hakeem that one uh, night. Yeah. I
1: know you had to have been freaking through the moon.
0: Uh, I know I would have. <clears throat> Darby picks up the win after he hits the coffin drop on Bowen. Post-match, lights go out. Alistair Black comes out of the tunnel. Just, Just, like, looking in the ring, starts clapping. And then uh, Bowen's hit Sting with the... Boombox. They jump Darby. Hit him with the big chain. Uh Alistair leaves, and that's that's it. Are they? You know, I don't know what they're planning here because.
1: I mean, yeah, he's still got. I mean, I know a match ain't gonna be continued with uh, Pillman.
0: Well, I mean, he's gonna go. He's going against Pillman tomorrow night, and then. From that, if that's where they decide to debut Brody King, uh, Griff Garrison comes out and they do a tag match out of that. Or maybe Darby comes out and makes a save. Okay, here's what I'd like to see. All right, what would you like I'm to see? Putting, I'm putting the Booker hat back on.
1: All right, Mr. Booker Man.
0: Uh, it's a quick match. I mean, I hate to say... I hate to say that, but... Well, yeah, you got to keep these uh, mystical creatures strong. Well, I've said this to a guy, and it almost made me feel bad one time when I said it to him. There was a match I was having with somebody, and I was in a big angle on the show, and this person wasn't. I don't remember who it was that I was working, but they weren't in a big spot on the show. So we're going, we have the match, or we're talking over the match, trying to figure out everything that's going on. And he's getting upset because it's a it's gonna be a short match. I was gonna be I was gonna take most of it and the way everything was going and everything. And I could tell he was getting pissy, I'm like, Man, what's going on? What's wrong? Like, oh just you know, this the match is just a short match, and it's like blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, well, look. I said, the only reason we've got this angle going on and this is what we're doing and this is how we're going, and, you know, I've got to I've got look strong in this match because of the next match or the upcoming stuff that's going to be going on. Right. And, like I said, I don't remember who it was. He's like, oh, so I'm just a piece of shit that doesn't matter? Why? So, I looked at him and I said, well, if you want to put it that way, yeah, you're a piece of shit that don't matter when it comes to this fucking angle. This is the angle that's working. We're doing this. I said, so as of right now, nobody gives a fuck about you. Wow. And as bad as it is to say, that's going to be, that's what I would have Pillman do is, you know... We're going to get you some good stuff in the future, but for this angle, this is what we need you to do.
1: We need you to get the hell beat out
0: of you. We need you to get your ass kicked in about 45 seconds. And literally, I would have him come out and house a fire. Like, jump Malachi during his entrance. Because, you know, he comes out, lights go out. When the lights come on, he's sitting on the stage. Right. Lights go out, and he's sitting on the stage. The lights come on. I would have fucking Pillman run up, give him a spinal tap in the back, just kick the shit out of him. Boom! Start the match right there because he's pissed off, he's fired up, he's, yeah. You know he's ready. He wants this fight. He wants this fight. He's wanting. To, he's wanting to take the fight to him. He's not scared. He doesn't. He's not worried about what's going to happen. Right. He's ready. So he's taking the fight to him. He's going to come out, boom. He's going to get over for about 20, 30 seconds. There's going to be a breakaway, missed, black mass, one, two, three. Continue the beatdown. This is when Darby runs in. You know, comes out and he's like, bro, what the fuck? And either he's still on the ramp or he gets in the ring. And then Brody comes in and attacks him and you get Sting and Darby against Brody King and and Malachi Black. I like that. And it's like I said, that's not to say nobody gives a fuck about Brian Pillman Jr. because they do. Hell, I'm a Pillman fan.
1: Yeah.
0: But when they need you to play a part in an angle, you can't
1: get pissy about it. You can't
0: get pissy and ego and be like, oh, well, Fuck them if they don't think I'm Yeah, anything. because
1: in, in no time you could be in that same position where you're in this bandana and somebody's going to have to do the same stuff for you.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But uh, now, on to the highlight of fucking Rampage. Good God Almighty. Literally, all I wrote down about this match is street fight, holy fuck. Street fight, holy fuck. Uh, women's tag team street fight and Jay
1: and Conti versus Penelope Ford and the Bunny
0: the Bunny and Penelope Penelope Uh, good god it was a fucking badass
1: fight yeah they beat the fuck out of each other I don't know what caused uh, Bunnies to be bloody but she was covered in blood and the visual she had it looked fucking badass almost just as good if not better than Brit's because Britt had that much, but
0: she had more blood there towards the end. I think it was worse than Britt's was. Uh, when it first started, I didn't see how it started, yeah. I just noticed sometime, like, Oh, then she's bleeding now because Will had sent us the picture, yeah, of you know, and I thought that might have been the aftermath, but that was like mid match. But I mean, there's one point where she's uh kind of face down on her hands and knees and just raising up. And it's just like a steady stream of blood hitting the mat. Okay. Uh, Thumbtacks, tables, barbed wire. Oh, it was great. Fucking
1: the gotch style pile driver from uh, that Tay hey Conti did to Penelope
0: was great. It looked yeah, it looked great. good. It was... Perfect to put them down, so they wouldn't have to be involved in the finish. Right. It was something to put them both down and out. Uh. Well, introducing the thumbtacks, fucking superplex
1: onto thumbtacks. Just a regular bump, on thumbtacks, but that much of velocity and that much height.
0: Right. Uh, the moonsault early on in the match from Penelope to Ty Conti from the yeah the, the top rope to the table where the table just didn't do and shit. are
1: her, knees were just right on the face. God.
0: I mean, Even it women was. Fucking brought it. They beat the living shit out of each other. That did so much to elevate all four of them.
1: Yeah, not a single one looked bad. They all looked good in that match.
0: And uh, Anna J does the Queenslayer oh, submission. Before that, before that, you do the.
1: What uh, bunny goes to get.
0: Oh, God. Yes. God. I don't know why I didn't say this because I almost wrote down thumbtacks in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, go on. uh with well, thumbtacks are in the ring there's you know they're bumping and rolling in the thumbtacks anyway, the big superplex into them. uh bunny gets the knuckles, she puts the brass knuckles on while she's putting the brass knuckles on Anna j gets the barbed wire, and you can look at it. anybody who's any used barbed wire could look at it Could tell it'd been gimmicked, yeah, you could can...
1: change the package when it still
0: hurts, but. It's not going to be... Okay, you can gimmick barbed wire by dulling the prongs. Okay. You can dull the prongs where it's not going to rip into you.
1: Yeah, because that would have looked bad.
0: You'd have sliced jugular. Of... Uh, you can do that. You can snip the prongs down where they're not long. You know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do, but you could look at it and you could tell something had been done to it. But uh it was like a coil sleeve that she was just able to put on on her forearm and you know elbow but while she's doing while Bunny was putting the knuckles on Anna Jay puts the barbed wire sleeve on so she turns around Bunny turns around sees it goes to take a step and does like she's trying to stop but her momentum in the with the one foot on the thumbtacks was too much and she just does the splits and like I said Pussy full of thumbtacks. I saw that. And I, that was the worst bump of the whole fucking night, I think.
1: Oh, God, yes. Which allowed NJ to get Queen Slayer Choke with a barbara. Tap out. But God, these girls. My God.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was a hell of a fucking match. They busted their ass. They did everything they had to do to... Get not only themselves but the other women over. Absolutely, they weren't. Uh, they weren't selfish. They gave as much as they took.
1: Everybody got their stuff in. Nobody felt like they didn't get any of their stuff in. No, it, everybody looked great.
0: Yeah, that's what. That's like I was saying. All four of them were elevated from this match. Nobody. Nobody had to be made to look weak.
1: Not no not at all. It was fucking great. And I think it's going to look good for them because, you know, all four of them, this was their blow-off match for all four of them. So they can all branch out and go different ways and have different angles and so many different things can come out of this.
0: Right. And you can tell just how much Anna Jay has improved.
1: Yeah. And it, what I love about it is the simple fact that who was the one person that pegged her is going to be a great wrestler. The Brody. Oh, Yeah. I mean he when he was she is Anna ninety nine J and he named her numbers ninety nine after Wayne Gretzky. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's you don't just get that just because oh you're a pretty face or something.
0: Right. But no, I mean uh hell of a match, she's a hell of a worker. Uh Ty Conti already had the title shot against Britt. That was a hell of a fucking match. Uh you know, hopefully we can get a baby face champion in there. Uh, Ruby and Jade for the TNT or a TBS title.
1: See, I'm curious on how this is gonna go for tomorrow. Uh, you, you need a good babyface champion, but you got Britt. Heel world. Heel heel world women's champion. Got the TBS title coming up. Jade's on fire. Do you capitalize on her? But if you put on Ruby, yes, you get a babyface champion, but. Then you got the critics saying, oh, they just went ahead and put the title on somebody that just got here. That's former WWE, you
0: know. Well, you're going to have critics no matter what. If you put it on Jade, they're going to be, oh, she's green. She doesn't deserve a title right now. You've already got one heel champion. Why do you want another one? Because you don't have – now you have to have baby faces ch- chasing both titles. And they're enough in the company, yeah. Right. But, I mean, there's also, like we were just saying, you've got Penelope Ford and the Bunny who just prove themselves that they can do shit. Uh, you've got Serena Deeb. You've got, uh, Nyla Rose. You've got...
1: You got still got Sheeta Riho. Um, you got some of the Joshi women's wrestlers starting to come back.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Heels. you got Jamie Hayter that's, you know, looks like...
1: She's on the verge of turning on Britt.
0: On the verge of, not really a turn, but a split at least.
1: Yeah. you got Rebel Reba.
0: She... Yeah, Reba Rebel.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, you got... I mean just a number of women like you were saying the all the women from Japan that are coming over Uh What's the one kawaii Oh Makiito Makiito yeah bring her you know is she a baby face or heel ass back in? That was that was fun shit when she was there.
1: Yeah, and then you got so many people from you know Impact and other promotions that you could uh, do. You know, you had um, Diana Perrazzo that was teasing matches with grit. You know, on Twitter.
0: Right, you got Tony Storm who was just released, you know, who's probably going to wind up showing up. Hopefully, going to wind up showing if up. If she
1: there. doesn't, I feel like she'd go back to Japan or go back to Stardom. But yeah, I would love to see her in WWE and from go from WWE to AEW. She I mean.
0: Britt wants a match.
1: Yeah, you see, she posted as soon as she was released. She as soon
0: as she was released, she posted something about wanting a match. So I mean, the women's division. I'm glad they've built it up the way they have.
1: Yeah, I I, I was a major critic at first, a major critic because you know it seemed like they only had a few people, in. it's
0: well, they only had a couple. They would do a five ten minute segment here or there. You yeah. know, it was normally just one when segment, they,
1: whether it was a match or just a, a and, promo.
0: Well, still, they're really just doing one segment. I mean, you had the street fight on Rampage, and you had the semifinal TBS match on Dynamite.
1: And I still feel like, I mean, you're not oversaturating, oversaturated. But you're well, still
0: they made those segments big segments instead of just being like, put okay, send the women out for something.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, if you were to put both of those on Dynamite... One would have overshadowed the other, and you, everybody gets
0: their own spot. Oh, definitely would overshadow. I mean, that Street Fight overshadowed the whole show, and there was Sting and Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes on the fucking show. So,
1: yep. Great weaker
0: wrestling for AEW, definitely. Well, and WWE's wasn't bad. They no. just. <sighs> it's a lot of predictable stuff.
1: Yeah. But we got I mean, some things coming out of it that could have some good matches like Lashley and Lesnar.
0: I think they're going to put Lashley over.
1: I think they are too. Because it's going to free him up. Because one of the things that we were talking about, what people talking about, if Lash- Lesnar won the title, they still get the program in a row, and we're doing a champion versus champion, we're doing a unification, what does this mean for the Rumble winner?
0: What I would do, this is Booker hat on again, is Lashley and Lesnar... First match on the Rumble card. Uh Not the pre-show, but the first match on the actual Rumble card. Roman costs Brock the match. Somehow. Okay. Uh, Roman costs Brock the match. Lashley wins. Uh, New WWE champion. He's out of the way. Right. The Rumble comes down. Uh, number thirty. The music hits. Whoever it is comes out.
1: Lesnar fucking him.
0: No, he comes out, gets in the ring. They're going at it. There's, you know, eight, ten guys left in the ring. <clears throat> All of a sudden, Lesnar's music just starts playing out of nowhere, kind of like with the, uh, Money in the Bank that one year. Okay. It looked like Ali was about to win. Lesnar's music, he runs out, wins the match. Same shit happens here. Lesnar's music starts, he runs out. Because he's still getting the babyface stuff right now. Yeah. His music plays, he runs out. Because he's pissed off because he got costed the title.
1: Yeah, so he
0: should have still been the champion. So he runs in. Beats the hell out of everybody. Beats the hell out of, you know, the 6, eight, ten guys, whoever's left in the ring... Throws them all out. He wins, challenges Roman for Mania. Go through to Mania. Uh, Roman comes out ahead of the table. Lesnar comes out, blah, blah, blah. They do their thing. Heyman introduces Lesnar, you know, the one behind, blah, blah, blah. The first man to beat The Undertaker. Yep. The accolades. The man who beat The Undertaker X amount of years before Roman Reigns could ever think about trying to do it. The youngest blah blah champion, you know. Just running down the list of what he is, what Roman's done, or what Brock's done. Uh, Roman gets towards the end of the match. Roman goes, hits a Superman punch, set up for the spear. Uh, Lesnar sidesteps. He eat. Roman eats buckle. There, the Germans start. Two or three Germans. Boom, boom, boom. Hits him. Sets up, going for the F five. As soon as he picks him up for the F five, uh, all you see, like camera shot, waist up, where all you see is like from just below the pecs up to his face and shoulders, where he's got Roman. Yeah. And all you see is this look of pain come across his face.
1: Heyman with the low blow.
0: Heyman with a low blow on Brock. So all the things that happened with Lesnar or with Roman was just a ruse to
1: to get his guard down.
0: Right. To prove to Roman that Heyman is loyal to him. I like it, I like it, I like it. And then you have a sympathetic baby face Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Good God, What are you going to something like that? A sympathetic baby face Brock Lesnar going against the all-powerful heel... Tribal Chief. From Tribal Chief at SummerSlam.
1: Shit. Well, we know. Hammond's been able to get him to be the sympathetic baby face before. Remember 2002 Survivor Series when you turned on him against the big show?
0: I mean it's something you don't expect something you don't think sympathetic babyface Brock Lesnar you never you don't think that so
1: it's something different it's new it's fresh exactly all right let's uh, let's take a break because I got to piss
0: okay we'll take a break right here we'll come back and give our uh, top five list of the top five moments of 2021 kind of like our year in review thing so uh hold tight and we'll be right back guys. Okay, and we are back, ready to go over our top five 2021 moments in professional wrestling. Uh, Will's not here. We tried to get him to send one in. I don't think it's working for him for some reason.
1: Uh, That thing has only worked for us one time, and that was when we had people send stuff in for Drew's memorial.
0: Well, randomly, Justin sent that one, hey, guys, love the show message in, too. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with it, but uh it's a hit or miss. If it was about twenty minutes later, I'd say just call him and put him on speakerphone and he can give his give his top five, but he's still locked up in work.
1: Yeah. So So we'll do ours and uh maybe if we hear from him, maybe if he sends something in, maybe we can edit it later. It's not a no big deal.
0: No, because this will be out and he won't have time to Yeah. Be all right. All righty. Who do you think you are, Mr. Perfect trying to throw the pencil up and catch it? Boom! I didn't expect that happening. That was great. No, it wasn't because you didn't catch it. I did catch it. No, you didn't. That's catching. That's exactly how he does it. You didn't catch it. You slapped it at me. I I caught it and then I threw it at you. You did not. You slapped it. I saw you. Okay. Catch. Catch. I'm catching it multiple times. Yeah, there you go. Anyway. Okay. Top five 2021 moments, Josh. Go for it. What you got? All right. Number five. Matt Cardona's... Oh, sorry.
1: Motherfucker. Number five, Matt Cardona's independent run. I love, ever, since, ever since Cardona was released from WWE, which is probably the one person we didn't think was going to get released or would do anything, we thought he might have been a WWE lifer, been fine with where he was at. No. I don't know. I never thought that. Well, I didn't think he was ever going to get released. I'm sure he probably wanted to, but I thought that would be the person that they would just pay to sit and cater. No, he's
0: one, he would have let his contract run out. He wouldn't have re-signed. Just because everything from... How do you get yourself over, and you're the biggest star on the company, the rocks in the ring, and they're chanting your name, not the rocks. And you fuck that up. And you get that fucked up for you. I mean, he was the most over guy on the entire roster, but because it wasn't Vince McMahon's, I want this guy. He's like fuck him.
1: Exactly. But yeah, all the stuff he's done in independent on the indies since he's left. And biggest thing of all is when all the stuff he's done with GCW. Oh yeah. And the deathmatch wrestling. Nick Gage is GCW's John Cena. And like, no, because people like him. <laughs> okay. He is their top guy. Everybody loves him. When he goes through a bloody battle and beats Nick Gage for their GCW world title, that place fucking went on a riot. And this wasn't plants. This wasn't people that would still do that. They were literally chucking fucking glass beer bottles at him. All the while, he is embracing, taking it in, and screaming at the top of his lungs like, Fuck you. Now, that was some fucking heat right there. Oh, yeah. Was, you don't see that.
0: No, because... no more. How many times have we said it? people are
1: scared to get and, heat nowadays? Yeah, and he certainly wasn't. He And he's still doing it to this day. He's still... Fucking amping it up. So I like what he's doing. I know he's been uh I know he's been on impact here recently. I don't know if he's signed fully with them or if he's just doing uh, as like a paid by appearance or whatever. But I'm I'm liking to see where he goes from there. Okay. Number four, the ending of all out. You've got hangman, the bucks, all of them in the ring. Hangman cuts his promo, lights go out. Oh, who's it gonna be? Boom. Adam Cole comes out. So that wasn't hangman. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Omega, whatever. Omega is cutting his promo, the bucks are in the ring, all that. Adam Paul comes out. Of course, huge fucking pop. His contract just got expired. Like, what I think, was it the week before?
0: I was about to say, he was off for a week, I think.
1: Yeah, straight to AEW. Um, for those of us that knew what was going to happen, we knew he was going to side with the, the Elite but, you know, for that split second, for those that But,
0: thought, no, that's the thing. Nobody really knew because of how everything ended when he left... When he left. ...to go to WWE. NXT. Yeah. You know, the Bucks turned on him and Kenny turned on him. And then even when he's in the ring,
1: he's like, I know what you did to me. I remember what you guys did to me. You know, there's does a the whole Adam Cole. Next thing you know, boom, super kick to Jungle Boy. The whole kissing on the cheek. You know, he cuts a promo. It's story time with Adam Cole, baby. He cuts his little promo. And then what we think is the end of the night, Kenya Omega does his little sign off, goodbye, good night, boom, flight of the Valkyries play, everybody goes ape shit, boom, Brian Danielson's in the AEW, you know, I mean, they unloaded like that night, and they gave it all to us right there. So that.
0: Well, if you were expecting the one debut. You were if, expecting one big thing to close the show. Up.
1: Yeah, you was expecting maybe Cole or Brian Danielson. You wasn't expecting both. You thought whoever appeared on this night would appear at Arthur Ashe.
0: Most people were expecting Brian at Arthur Ashe. See, I was expecting Brian at the uh, at the end of All Out. I wasn't expecting Adam Cole that soon. I was thinking he was going to come, but I didn't think they would make it that big of a thing like they did. Right. Uh, yeah, I was expecting Brian Danielson to show up, confront Kenny Omega, especially because you figured he was going to keep the title or, you know. So, I figured that's what I thought was going to happen, was that. So, whenever the whenever the lights went out, I was expecting the final countdown to start.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and th- they tried to get it, but they was wanting... To oh, they know. were wanting
0: way too much for and the it, royalty. And it wasn't
1: just for a flat rate. They was wanting to every time they played it, which is... I can see why Tony wasn't going to do that.
0: Right. Thing is, they screwed themselves. Yeah. Because look at what... Cult of personality Is done for Punk and Living Color Yeah
1: Number three It's a bittersweet one But Ring of Honor Final Battle Okay So You know Before There was AEW Before You know Impact You know Impact has its little Moments of momentum Before that And even honestly Before New Japan Was a little bit more Accessible To American audiences Where was we going To get pure Wrestling entertainment It was Ring of Honor You know you had, you know, from the early 2000s, you had like guys like Punk, Joe, Danielson, Daniels, Austin Aries, you know, all those guys that was, you know, giving us pure wrestling, you know. And even into the early 2000s, 2010s and stuff, you know, you still had, you know, pure wrestling. You you know, it was a great show, you know, for, you know, true wrestling fans to watch if they wanted. In that case, you know, it wasn't, it was an alternative. It wasn't going to compete with WWE, but... It was, you know, if you want a good wrestling, you know you could, you could rely on Ring of Honor if you got tired of it. And, you know, for as long as they've been in the business, you know, and when the pandemic hit, they did not uh, disappoint. They kept their talent paid in full. Yeah, they
0: paid every single person that was on their roster their contract that they were owed and what they were due. and No questions asked, no shows bringing money in. They were just putting money out to their guys.
1: And that shows loyalty.
0: And then, whenever they decided to shut the doors, they're like, "Look, we can we'll pay you to the end of the year. And then, if that, you want to go somewhere else, we'll cut you, release you, free and clear. But if you want to, you stay on our roster. We'll pay you to the end of the year, and then you're a free agent.
1: And then you had their final battle, which was incredible. Um, Jonathan Gresham, probably one of the goddamn, probably one of the most purest wrestlers I've seen in a long time. That dude is fucking
0: fantastic. Yep. Wins their world title. Likely so. And on that... what? Sorry about that. No, go ahead. The only thing I don't like about him winning the title that night is the fact that he didn't actually win it from the champion. They had somebody step in. Jay Lethal. They had Jay Lethal step into the match because... Bandito. Bandito had COVID. Yeah. So, I would like to see... A company, I don't care what company, whether they do it in Impact, whether they do it in AEW, they put it in fucking NWA, I don't care. Do the Gresham-Bandito match that they should have had at Final Battle. Yeah, I agree.
1: Then you also got former Ring of Honor alumni has been able to cut promos. AEW stars punk, Brian getting to cut promos. Adam Cole sent one in. Yeah, they all got the same one in. And whatever notice they was able to do, something might not have been able to get to do it, but that showed awesome. You know, it was See, awesome. That
0: was the first time I ever saw Adam Cole was. Ring of Honor, yeah. Yeah, but it was like old school babyface. Yeah, Adam old Cole.
1: school babyface Panama City Playboy. And then you had people like FTR that confronted the Brisk Girls at the end of the night after they won the Tag Titles for the record twelfth time, and had this fucking massive brawl. Now, it almost it, you, know, you know, it's like, damn, uh, was this supposed to... This was some legit shit. Do they right. have heat? Or they, and there was going back and forth on Twitter. And, you, you know, sometimes it's you can use social media to your advantage. And it looks sometimes like... I don't think they really like after you I don't think the Briscoes like... I don't think they like each other. I think... Is there some heat here? Is there a little bit of heat
0: planted in here? But even the promo that the Briscoes cut.
1: Yeah.
0: You yeah, know, talking shit. So, I mean, talking about... We'll go level the cornfield and let Mr. Khan land his private jet in the damn cornfield, we'll help kind on of run that thing and come kick y'all boys ass.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Everything about Ring of Honor Final Battle was great. Um hoping they were able to get their stuff together financially to where they can come back in April is what they had, um what their hopes were. Um, I do believe um they're and not maybe
0: able to do it alone because they're from what I heard, millions of dollars in debt. Well, yeah, I mean their contracts they had. Yeah how many other people they had on the roster I would love to see Tony buy it and you know he also gets to use
1: their streaming service for his ideas he had in the future and he also because Ring of Honor or their sister company uh, what is it um, Syndicate or their parent company whatever it is oh it's a uh... cause they own the rights to all in to pretty to oh, shit
0: why did you have to say that Sinclair
1: Sinclair yes so, if he buys that, he's able to get his own streaming service. Ring of Honor Talent comes through. You know, I think it's a win-win for everybody. Number two, Hangman wins the world title. hmm I can't remember the last time I've seen a very thought-out, slow-burn, coming-of-age, babyface story that I have Hangman. This was like three years in the making, from the very first All-Out of 2019 for the and all right. AEW champion, him versus Jericho, comes out on the horse. You know he's he's got the weight on his shoulders, and he just comes that short of winning the title. And then from there, it was straight. It was a moment of downhill. It was it was ups and downs. You have him, you know. Forget, you know. He gets upset. He gets he gets depressed. But you know him and Hangman, Hangman and Omega form a tag team. They become the second tag team champions, beating uh, SCU. And from that moment, they rolled away for momentum. But then, you know, Omega, excuse me, uh, Hangman's insecurities and his fears got in the way. And, you know, they slowly started to... The Omega heel turn after
0: they won, the or they lost the titles. titles. Exactly. And, you know, you started to see
1: in Plants, you know, after Revolution, when they had that amazing match with the Young Bucks. You know, Hangman is outside the ring, the Bucks, and King, are inside the ring. He's kind of holding the ropes like he was about to do the Bucks shot, Larry, And then he kind of does this motion, saying, okay, come on, let's go, let's get to the back. That was just, that was just a tiny bit, and that was just, at that point, he's like, oh, maybe it'll be uh, Hangman that turns heel, but no. They end up losing the tag titles to, what was it, FCR? Who do those tag titles? Uh, I don't remember. No, yeah, because um, it was a tournament for the number of contenders. It was the Bucks against FCR, and Hangman cost the Bucks, held one of the Bucks' foot because he didn't want to face them again. And then FDR wins, and FDR made it seem like that they was on their side. Uh, on Heyman's side, he turns on them. Yeah. And then you know at the end of the match you got Omega and Heyman in the ring. Omega's pissed off. Heyman's trying to reach out to him, and he just lets him collapse and pushes him over. And then after that you got Omega's rise, and then again more downfalls of Hayman till finally All Out 2021. You have this huge package. You have the the Dark Order that's been there since day one building him up it's been so much triumph until he finally wins the aew world title with the bucks coming out there to kind of give him that nod of okay go ahead do it put him down
0: right i mean it was one of those (coughs) that's one of those that was quote an emotional moment without being too emotional yeah i mean it's one of those it wasn't even like a you know The bucks were healed but they recognized you know what yeah you know go for it i mean just the look the nod the kind of okay yeah you know we can't stop you this time
1: exactly and the simple fact that you you know there's a couple things that kind of put a wrench you know him having his first child you know that thought okay is Are we pushing it out too much or we're not going to have enough momentum? Is it kind of stalling right here? But it didn't. It still worked out perfectly. It was enough slow burn that the fans didn't get tired of it and didn't turn on him.
0: You know what? I was just thinking. And I know I said, you know, the Young Bucks coming out and, like, giving him the nod of approval, like, yeah, go for it. Right. Think back to the backstage segment before that match.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, he, you know,
0: pretty much apologized. Well, not only that, he apologized to him, but then he said, "But I'll tell you right now, if you do anything to cost me, basically, if you cost me this match, I will fuck you up." Right. So you got to wonder if you know they saw how he was in that match. If they were like, "Okay, we're gonna back off. We're not gonna, yeah, we're not gonna stop you because we know you'll fucking kill us."
1: Exactly. Yes. So, uh, hopefully, we get a long reign as him as world champion. And, of course, we know eventually how that's going to end. MJF. Mm. But, yeah. And, of course, number one, the one thing that we thought we would not see. CM Punk return to Burnt. <laughs> yes, number one is CM Punk making his return to wrestling in... The AEW, you know, for weeks you had, you had so many rumors, the minute that the second ever Rampage was announced in the United Center in Chicago, sold out for 17000 for a one hour show, titling it the first dance, you had so many little nuances, you had fucking uh, Kenny Omega coming out wearing a Cookie Monster shirt. For most people that don't know that, anytime CM Punk was asked in interviews what the CM stands for, he would always give different names. Chicago Made, Cookie Monster, Chick Magnet, you know. So, that was a little tease. You had, you know, Punk posting photos on Instagram or Twitter of him wearing a Jordan pin. Jordan played for the Bulls in the United Center, you know.
0: Well, not only that, but... uh... AEW called it First Dance. Uh, ESPN did a 10-part Michael Jordan documentary that was called The Last Dance.
1: So, and you gotta think, you had this show sold out for one hour on the supposed rumor that CM Punk would be there. So, and you know, I think it was you that said this. I would end the night with it. But, you know, all the all the what's the word I'm looking for
0: when you're all the anticipation the anticipation the the feeling I mean you can you could feel even you know that being on TV and us sitting on the couch watching yeah you could feel
1: you could feel everything yeah and as soon as those cameras cut on the first thing was CM Punk chants nonstop, loud as hell like, if anybody else would have came out, they would have got shit on. I don't care if it was the top baby face of the company. Hangman could have won the title the night before and come out and it would have been shit on. But they did not waste no time. Cult the Personality Plays. That you was know, the loudest pop I've ever heard.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and then the fact of, uh, you know grown men crying yeah
1: that guy that was crying who ended up getting a meat punk not too long after that
0: well i mean grown men crying from the emotion that we felt sitting on the couch you know because we had people over watching with us yeah i mean we had on our board right here happy cm punk Punk day yeah so i mean it was it was fucking huge i mean it was one of those like you said never thought we would see
1: exactly know he jumps into the crowd you know the music stops and they're still chanting his name he had a 15 20 minute promo from where he talked about what happened why he left why he can why he's coming back he put over the young talent he started his program with Darby and I think one of the greatest things ever was he talked about Ring of Honor and he said August 15th 2006 was when he left Ring of Honor I left professional wrestling and said August 20th 2021 I'm back so, he doesn't count his WWE time as professional wrestling. From the time he left Ring of Honor to the time... WWE
0: him, doesn't consider WWE professional wrestling.
1: Right. So, he was he left professional wrestling when he left Ring of Honor. He came back to professional wrestling when he came to AEW. And since then, he has been incredible. He has done nothing but worked with young talent. And he's done... They're playing the character. They're playing. It's been seven years. It's been ring wrestling. But he's he's teaching these young talent. He's getting them over. While he's still winning his matches, he's... Helping the new stars.
0: Well, it's like MJF was saying in the promos. You know, you're wrestling. It's taking you 10 minutes to beat Lee Moriarty and QT Marshall. You know, just saying, you know, if it was the CM Punk. CM Punk should beat these guys in 10 seconds. You know, and shit like that. But it's taken him a while. So, I mean, it's whether it's ring rust or it's him just, you know, getting out there saying, hey, let's have fun. You know, however they're wanting to do it, they're going out there and he's putting on good matches. I mean, hell, the match with him and Moriarty that they did in Duluth, that was fucking good. That was great. And it's putting over that young talent that... I mean, he did more... He did more beating Moriarty than he could have done letting Lee beat him in a, you know, something stupid. Right. I mean, the match they had back and forth, the emotion and everything, because you saw Lee Moriarty be able to go from the high of... Holy shit! I got that two count. What do I need to do to beat him, to take him to go to sleep and lose him?
1: Absolutely. And you know, <clears throat> there's only going to be more to come. Uh, I think they're going. You know, you had the MJF uh, back and forth for a little bit. I think they're going to put like a little burn in that, slow bone in that a little bit more, move on for MJF until later on, which is fine. You can get mileage out of that.
0: But yeah. Well, I like how he said it too. He didn't say. But well, he said, MJF, I'm done with you. But you're going for gold and so am I. And if somebody keeps you from getting that gold, so be it. So, I mean, basically saying, yeah, yeah, this is over. But it's really not.
1: righty, Jason, let's hear yours.
0: Okay, uh... You know me. I can't go five normally.
1: You probably got like three honorable mentions.
0: I got two. Dear God. One is all the WWE releases. You can't really talk about 2021 without thinking about 81 or 82 names now that are without work.
1: Without work, free agents, already in other companies, yeah.
0: I mean, just... The ridiculousness of them saying, Oh, budget cuts, we're gonna get rid of all these people, but they've made record profits. So uh yeah, the just how they've released, and I mean that was my number one on the last show, what we want to see out of WWE in twenty twenty two. No more releases. I mean, if people want out, like they say Tony Storm asked for her release, or like, you know, she's like, Please let me go. Right. Like, okay, get out. Okay, cool.
1: I think that's how it should always be. But I don't think there should be some, any 90-day compete. I don't think they can sign where they want immediately. I, I don't believe in that. I don't like that. Because well, all, all they want to do that so they can kill whatever
0: momentum they might have. Well, no, it's not that. It's Well, I mean, it's kind of that. But if you go and you make a name for yourself... Okay, you're working at the doctor's office you're working at now, right? Right. Let's say you are the greatest fucking phone person in the history of phone people at the doctor's office. Okay? Okay. If something happens and they were to have to let you go. And from what I've heard, well, they, they were saying this with, uh, Wyatt's Clause. If you are let go, uh, that 90 days will pay you. But if you want to go somewhere else, we'll let you go. But you don't get paid. So it's like a severance thing. Right. So it's like they're paying you not to work. Not because. Well, yeah, it's like a kill your momentum thing because they don't want to. If Bray Wyatt was fired and went to AEW the very next day. That's going to be a huge deal. Yeah. But they had those clauses set up in place. I think they're stupid, too. <clears throat> but, I mean, it's a clause set up in place, and they've agreed to this stuff before they even signed the contract. They know it's in there. So, yeah, it's a way to kind of slow your momentum, but it's like they don't want you to capitalize off what they've done.
1: Yeah, because in their eyes, you're making money or making a name off of what they've helped you Right. Create.
0: They made you a star and you made money for their company. Why do we want to let you go so you can make money for our competition? I mean, that's kind of what the clause is there for. Right. Uh, next honorable mention, Hook. Oh, God, Yes. I mean, that's, it's a debut you were looking forward to, or I know I was whenever, because when I first saw him, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy just walking around? Right, yeah. And then, yeah, I find out, oh, that's his kid. I'm like, I've got to see this guy wrestle. Yeah. Is he going to wrestle? Is he just going to walk around? What What's he going to do? Is he going to do anything? And then, hell, he gets in the ring, and he is, he's a, in he's a, How do I want to say this? He is a more in shape, cut up, ripped up, more handsome version of his dad.
1: Yeah, I can agree.
0: I was a huge fucking Taz Mark. Oh, yeah. I mean, a huge fucking Taz Mark. And then for like Taz to be resurrected as this young, good looking, cut up guy who's going to be a fucking star.
1: Yeah.
0: I fucking love it.
1: Fuck yeah. He's got this no-nonsense attitude. He he's, he's fucking smooth as fuck in the ring. His transitions, his movements. He's... And you, you see that right there in his blood. You know, it just comes natural to him. He makes it look so easy. Right, and I mean,
0: hell, like, whenever I watched the match that he had against the one guy from Bear Country...
1: Yeah, Bear Bronson, yeah.
0: I mean, they flipped the they flipped the script in the middle of the match because of how over Hook is. I mean, the crowd chanting for Hook and everything, and <coughs> you could tell uh, Bear Country was just like, you know what? You're the baby face in this match. I'm going to feel out. And then that fucking uh, single-leg trip that he did that I told you, you know, I was like, hey, you got to see this. God damn it. I mean, just the smooth, how he just, like, you know, got his foot back there, used the foot for a trip as he's pulling the leg up and doing this and that. The fucking suplexes he threw. That fucking side head and arm was goddamn beautiful. Yes. Like, suplex is just like a carbon copy of his daddy's. is it? And then when they did the side-by-side... Uh, I don't know if you saw this. It was a clip on YouTube. It was a side-by-side of... Hook taking that uh, greetings from Asbury Park looking driver and on the other side it was Taz taking a pile driver from Jerry Lawler. And it was the same thing. It was the pile driver or the Asbury Park and they both pop up. They're standing up and all of a sudden they're like behind them. I mean the Taz and Lawler you could see as soon as he hits Lawler gets up and he's selling, you know, talking to the crowd, and Taz has popped up right behind him. Uh, the one that Hook did, it was more delayed a little bit where he hits the move and he's up. And instead of being able to see Hook the whole time get up, all you see is like he just like appears behind him on screen. Oh, shit. I'm about to find that. I want to see that now. And then uh, on to the top five. Uh, I've got CM Punk as number five on mine. It was a huge moment. I mean, huge, something you never thought you were going to see. But, you know, as like we've said, there's, it leads into a whole bunch of other stuff and just the things of where it's going to go and what it's going to be. 2022 is going to be a huge year for everything Punk's going to do for AEW, I think. Yes. Uh,. Number four, and, you know, it's already, this is already done and over with, but I put Biggie winning the title.
1: I thought about putting Biggie on there, but because of how his ring was, it kind of
0: watered it for me? Well, yeah, it was watered down. It was shit on. It was ended on a whim just the other day. But just the fact that it happened, it was something you wanted to see for so long. Right. I mean, how long when the New Day was all together before Kofi Mania started? Did you want to see Biggie holding the heavyweight title and Kofi and Xavier with the tag titles? Exactly. I mean, that's what everybody wanted to see. And so finally getting it to happen, you're just like, oh my God, yes. Especially when you thought it was never going to happen.
1: Exactly. So many opportunities that they've gotten, Yeah.
0: Uh number three was us going to see AEW. Yes. That was God, oh, that was so
1: amazing. I can't wait
0: to go back. It was so much fucking fun. It was a great show. It was seeing the inner workings of a live TV like that that I've never seen before. I mean, it was just and it was an experience that I'm glad I was able to have. And I'm glad I was with the people I was with. All right, number two, Brian Danielson and Adam Page going 60 minutes. God. That fucking match. Was fucking
1: incredible.
0: It was amazing. Too many people shit on it because they're like, oh, they just did a time limit draw with him and with Brian and Omega, and they shouldn't have done that. But if you think about it, you don't want to take the title off a of Hangman after he just got it, especially after with the story that you've told it for him. You don't want to kill the huge momentum that Brian's got coming in the match he had with Omega. Yes, and everything like that. You don't want to kill that. And what is and there's one
1: thing in wrestling that you can have both people look strong and it doesn't look like shit. It's not a double DQ, not a double countout. That's why time limits are good in wrestling.
0: Yeah, and the way they did it, it was it makes you think if there was five seconds longer in that match would Hangman have gotten Hangman one? would have got it because he hit the big buckshot. He hit his his finish he hit his move. It was over. He just didn't have time to capitalize. Exactly. Uh the Brian Omega the Brian and Omega match. It was the thirty minute. Uh, 30-minute Broadway. But still, it was one of those, when it was over, you were like, man, that was really good. I can't wait for this to happen again. But you go 60 minutes with Paige and Danielson, and you're just like, God damn. How the fuck? I mean, I've always heard the old uh, stories of Flair and Steamboat going for an hour and, you know, this match going for an hour.
1: Yeah, where Steve Blair would go to the different territories when he was NWA champion and wrestling an hour every time.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you get the Iron Man matches and stuff that go an hour, but the way they did this match, the way they paced everything out, you didn't feel like you were watching a match for an hour.
1: No, it was paced out perfectly. You had Brian being in the cocky heel trying to Go to the corner and get on the ropes, refusing to let Hangman get any kind of upper hand to start the match. And then you had him taking over in the middle of the match. See,
0: I thought whenever the match first started, I'm like, man, they're doing this shit weird. Yeah. Just because it was so heated and it was, you know, Brian going through the dark order and, you know, hurting Hangman's friends and, you know, getting all this. So it was such a heated deal, but it started off and you're just like, why are they not killing each other? Why are they taking their time? And then the more it's going, and you're sitting there watching, and there's a commercial, and then another there's another commercial, and then there's another commercial, and you're just like.
1: And then uh, it was me that was, she was like,
0: This has been going for a while. I was
1: like, Do you think they're going to do a, a draw? And then you're like, Oh.
0: And then there. Well, we didn't even realize because it was just commercial, commercial, commercial. And then they're like five minutes remaining. I'm like, wait, what? And we look down at our watch and it's, you know, two minutes to nine. And you're just like, holy shit. Wait, what? Exactly. It was just And just things like that, you don't think of, you know, you don't think of. A wrestling match that could hold your attention for that long because people's attention spans are shit nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. But you go through and not only did they hold your attention for an hour, they didn't make you think it was an hour. I mean, everything they did from the table spots to the submissions to fighting here and there to everything. I mean, you never... There was no way you could sit and say, you know what? I there's no way you could actually think to yourself, this has gone an hour. I mean, there was I wasn't thinking it had been an hour. No, I didn't think it had been an hour at all. But it was, it was such a great match. All right, what's your number one? And Number one is the all-out debuts. Nice. And I'm not just talking about the end. I'm talking about that was Ruby Soho's debut also. I mean, she is quote big star, women star that's going to help the division, and that was her debut also because whenever you think about the all out debuts, you think Adam Cole, Brian Danielson. Yeah, you don't forget. A lot of people forget that was Ruby also, so you got to throw her in there because it wasn't just the two guys at the end.
1: You had a big bump and a big debut for your women's
0: division exactly and with them building up the women's division like they're trying to do and like they've been doing like with the tag match the
1: street fight, yeah. that
0: street fight on rampage I mean that women's division is I expect a lot of like <laughs> go. really good shit this year
1: yeah 2022 is going to be the coming out party for the women's division oh and we also you know I i, I like to add an honorable mention that neither one of us thought to do and we can't really put it because it wasn't in 2021. It was announced in 2021. I'm pretty sure it'll be our best moments in 2022. But the Owen Cup.
0: Oh yeah, Owen Hart's quote: quote "Return to wrestling."
1: Yes. So you got a women's and a men's tournament where the winners will be the finals will culminate at all, at all, at double or nothing, where our uh, Owen's widow. Dr. Martha Hart will present the Owen Cup to
0: both of them. I don't remember who it was I was talking to, but we were talking about the tournament and we were saying, you know, they're just finishing up with this TBS women's tournament. They just did the heavyweight eliminator tournament to get Danielson as the number one contender. And
1: then you have the TBS and then you've got another tournament coming in May.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. You had the eliminator tournament, you've had the women's tournament for the TBS title. What if this quote tournament that they're gonna have is like a G one?
1: I really hope it is. But they said it's gonna be in May and coming to double or nothing. Is that if they're doing it through the whole month of May, can that be flip like a G one?
0: When is double or nothing?
1: May middle of towards last last Sunday of May, twenty fourth I think. I know it's the last Sunday in May.
0: Because you could do. I mean, you could do it if they're... I know they said it's a tournament. I knew they said it was going to happen this year, and it was culminating at Double or Nothing. Yeah, that was going tw- to be. May 22nd. Okay, well, if they wanted to change it up, because I think doing two basic tournaments again, it'll get repetitive. Yes. And, yeah, it's going to be probably some great matches. But when you see this tournament happen, and then you see this tournament, and you're like, there's another tournament... Because not long after that, they're going to be going back into the Eliminator Tournament again for the next champion or the next number one contender. So, I mean, I'd I'd like for it to be something different.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, um, when they announce the bracket, which I don't think they're going to be announcing anything until May.
0: Well, see, that's the thing. If they're waiting until May to announce it, it's just going to be basic tournaments. That's why I'm saying I wish they would start... I wish they would start earlier. I wish they would be able to uh, get more stuff together because... I mean, if they did a 10-person male bracket and a 10-person women's bracket... I mean, you know how they do the... G1. Yeah, you got block A. Everybody wrestles everybody. Right. So, if they did a 12-person, change it to 12, you got six in group A, six in group B. So, all six of those wrestle each other. All six of those wrestle each other. The last two are the finals. Or the two with the best records out of the two blocks are the finals. Right. I mean, do it that way, but it wouldn't be... It would have to be longer than. Uh, um,
1: a few weeks.
0: Right. <coughs> I won't have time to do it right now, but I'll figure out how many matches that'll <coughs> wind up being.
1: Yeah. <coughs> Shit.
0: But one will be five. Five. It's like 15 matches per block.
1: So, 30 matches for each tournament.
0: Yeah, but it would be, the way they would have to set it up, it would have to be across multiple shows because... A
1: Dynamite Rampage. Well,
0: A has to wrestle B, C, D, E, and F. But B also has to wrestle A, C, D, E, and F. So, I mean, the way they would have to set it up to go across the multiple shows, it would take it would take longer. Because, hell, when they do the G1 for New Japan, and they're like 12 guys per block, and it takes a good... A couple months? I was about to say a good two, three months. Well, if they do do it,
1: they got multiple people from New Japan that can
0: show them how to set up the brackets and stuff. You got Kenny, you got Buck. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the... The way they do it, it's simple. It's everybody wrestles everybody, and then the winners, whoever wins the most out of the two, are the finalists. Yep.
1: Well, alrighty.
0: Well, alright, guys. We're going to uh, cut it right here. Uh, 2021 was a lot of fucking fun for wrestling, whether it be AEW wwe or whatever uh hopefully 2022 has got a lot of good stuff to come uh we'll be right back to close the show out and uh i'll tell y'all about my weekend this past weekend all right guys we are back ready to get this thing over with shit it's getting late we had time we should have called will (laughs) fuck yeah i know But yeah, we'll call him uh, out. Call him out right now. No, let's not call him no, right now. Be, be
1: another hour. I
0: was about to say we'd have way too much time. We just want to close this thing out so we can get ready because we both have to fucking work tomorrow. But uh Yeah, I had another match this past weekend. Uh there was a threat of some bad weather, so you decided to stay here to make sure everything was gonna be good with Jennifer, because she kinda Gets a little freaked out when the weather starts getting bad. Yeah, I just wanted to be on the safe side, especially if something had to happen and we had to do something to relieve or whatever. Oh, trust me. I understand. I was, uh... Do not want to have to deal with all that with the kids. I kept an eye on the weather, though. I was making sure if it was going to start getting bad, I was going to leave from down there and head up here as quick as I could. But everything always looked like if anything was going to happen, it was going to be about the time I would be getting home anyway. So, I went ahead, went down. Went to RCW again. I fucking love Tyler. I love the show he's got going on down there. It's really fucking good. I did not like the crowd this week. Uh, I'll get into that a little more here in just a second. Uh, No, actually, I'll get into it right now. Uh... When you go to a wrestling show, you pay your money and you can do... You can say just about anything you want to say. You pay your money and you pay to... You pay your money to be a fan, a spectator, to be, quote, part of the show... In the uh, little part that you can be part of a show without actually being in the show, if that makes any sense of what I'm trying to say. Uh, The one thing you don't want to do, though, whether you're actually a part of the show or just paying your money to be a uh, spectator for the show is disrespectful. Oh, god. And uh, I wrestled... Aiden Wright. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Charles Stanley, I think he's gone by now. He's a hell of a worker. We had a good match called. uh, Hell, we were beating the shit out of each other. And, uh, some people in the crowd decided this match wasn't for them. But instead of booing if the heel was taken over or whatever they wanted to do, uh, this whole section of people who it was a, another worker's uh, girlfriend along with uh, the people she was there with decide to start a, this is boring chant. I, yeah, it pissed me off that it was in my match, but it would have pissed me off if it was in anybody's match, especially doing some of the shit that we were doing. Right. Uh, We were going around the ring We were outside the ring, fighting on the outside, Uh, hitting each other pretty fucking hard. Uh, He gave me a big Saito suplex, which wound up, you know, if I take a big move like that, suplex throw, I'm going to land it as high as I can to make it look more devastating. So I'm landing damn near basically on my neck. You know, safely controlled, but just making it look as good as possible. Right. So I'm going out there I'm busting my ass I'm putting my health and safety on the line for these people to be entertained and they're going to be disrespectful like that and chant this is boring fuck each and every one of them I agree Uh, if you want boring I can give you a fucking boring match I was actually thinking about that at work today if I was I can't even say if I was petty because I'm a petty motherfucker I am so fucking petty when it comes to shit. If I was heel down there, I would be the most petty motherfucker. And I would tell Tyler, you're not getting shit out of me. Because I'm telling you, I would have the announcer announce me as Mr. Excitement Jason Hampton. And I would come out there and I would work a headlock for 10 fucking minutes. <laughs>
1: And I know you would do that. And that's
0: fucking great. And if anything happens, like... I was, Oh, I was thinking this over like a motherfucker. I'm like, boom, headlock. Lock it in. Yeah. Headlock takeover. Do the roll-up out of the headlock takeover. The whole time... Whoa, 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 whoa. That's too dangerous. Stop that shit. <laughs> oh, God. It would be so fucking bad. I would do everything I can to be the most... Boring, slow-paced, sad sack, shit show wrestling match. I could.
1: And the thing is, you could work that headlock anywhere. You could like do it in the ring. You could do it around the ring. You could do it <laughs> like there's a big move off the top rope. Oh, no, no, nose. And then slowly go down the ropes with the headlock in place. No, wouldn't
0: even start. Wouldn't even touch the ropes. It's too dangerous. You could fall out of the ropes. <laughs> 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 I'm telling you, though, I would, man. I would do some petty bullshit just because of that. Good. But, yeah, if you go to a wrestling show, you are more than welcome to say whatever the hell you want. Don't disrespect people that are going in there and putting their bodies and fucking lives on the line for your entertainment. Don't fucking disrespect people. Hell, she didn't even pay any fucking money because she was with a worker. So you're getting in there. You're getting a fucking free show. Sit back and shut your goddamn mouth. I couldn't agree more, piece of shits. But like I said, it was a great fucking match. Yeah. I owe mean, a good match. Not every match is going to be for everybody. No,
1: but you boo or you just, you know, do
0: what you need to do. You boo, you cheer, you don't say a fucking thing. Honestly, I would have rather them sat there and watched their fucking phone.
1: Yeah, instead of just blatantly.
0: If it's not for you it's not for you. Not every match is going to be for everybody.
1: Exactly. We know that. But d- to disrespect it. Especially because you know you you are a worker's wife, so you know what we do. You know what everybody goes through. Uh, part of me one is if it was on the other foot, what if that was somebody chanting this is going to your husband's match?
0: You well, guess? see, her man was in the match before. And it was a quick like Two-minute, uh, her man was beating the ass of somebody else. And then somebody else comes in, and then it winds up getting made into a tag team match for later in the show. So the only action that had happened was beat down, beat down, beat down. Little bit of a comeback. Another heel comes out for a beat down, beat down, beat down. Babyface comes out. We're gonna have a tag team match play a playa. So yeah, if you're just gonna have a beatdown, you can just go out there and go balls to the wall for a minute and a half, two minutes. But if you actually wanna slow down and tell a story
1: You gotta put certain things in
0: place. Listen to the story that's being told. Okay, but on that note, Josh, what time is it? It's time for the pot! Whoa! Hey! Alright, so as you all know, we always try to end on a positive note. My positivity was, you know, not here just a second ago, because I'm saying, fuck all these people. So, let's get it back. So, Josh, what you got for a... Uh... My positivity is
1: the future, Um, 2022. Uh, fact, we... I just feel like 2022 is going to be a good year for us, for the family, for everything in general. Uh, I just got a good feeling.
0: Oh, and I know we're like way deep into the show and we should have said this right at the very start, but happy new year, fuckers.
1: Yeah, happy new year. But no, yes, I'm excited for, you know, the future for going in 2022. I just think it's going to be a good year for us. I'm just excited, you know. Uh, I know Jennifer's posted about it on Facebook. We're going to have more get-togethers with our our true friends, our good close circle of friends. We're going to try to go to like more uh con- fairs, festivals, concerts. We're going to have bonfires, you know. Get together and spend more time together. So I'm excited about that.
0: Okay, so Josh's pop is family. <laughs> it's about to do you, you motherfucker. You won't let me have anything. All right, but no, no, it's all good because... That's pretty much mine, too. Uh, oh, in my pop. Well, this is the first show we've done since Christmas and New Year's. Uh, we had a really good get-together. Had a whole bunch of... Had some, you know, real good friends over here for New Year's. Yes. Uh, got up the next morning and had... Davy's birthday Davey's party. birthday party brunch. Uh, again... The same good friends, good food. Uh, We had a hell of a Christmas.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Uh, The kids were happy with everything that they got. Uh, I just feel... uh, I feel blessed and accomplished to be able to give the kids (laughs) everything that we give them, whether it be you know, Christmas, or it's other stuff that they get just throughout the year. Yes. You know, just the fact of...
1: Being fortunate enough, you know, if there's certain things that they desire or if there's certain things that, oh, we see something, oh, the kids might like that. Let's, let's go do that. You know, stuff like that.
0: Right, right, exactly. So, I mean, just... <coughs> being able to do for the kids and, uh, you know, being able to do and give more than what we had growing up and what we had hell what we had more than what we had 10 fucking years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Just everything and like you said, you know, hopefully this year brings more good. And hopefully <laughs> it's a lot better than what last year was. Hopefully we're able to fucking you know, Keep this going, you know. Just doing this, doing the podcast. I know Will's not here with us, and it's been a while since we've had anybody come to be a guest with the podcast. But we're gonna try to get that back going again. We're gonna try to uh, we're gonna try to do more, you know. Get people in, give you know, let them give us their top fives. Let them go with us, you know. Do stuff like that. Uh, Try to grow in numbers of people listening, I mean, I know it killed us taking that long time off. Yeah, because
1: before we took that big break, you know, we was getting,
0: <clears throat> we was getting the hundreds of well, listens. before, before Drew passed, we were getting, you know, close to 200 listens an episode. That's not a lot. But that's a lot to us. I mean, that's a lot to us. I mean, hell, getting 10 listens makes me feel good because it's like, you know, that's,
1: 10 people took the time out of their day to listen to our... Exactly.
0: 10 people listen to our stupid rambling that we've been doing for almost two hours, just the two of us. Who gives a shit what these fucking idiots have to say about wrestling? Right. But still, I mean... And then you look down, and I've looked at our stuff. We've got... We've got people from all over the world who have listened to this. Yeah. I mean, United States, Germany, Ireland, uh, Canada, Puerto Rico... Saudi Arabia, Iran, Austria. I mean, just... Who the hell starts a podcast in fucking Rossville, Georgia, and then expects somebody in goddamn Austria to be like, Oh, good podcast. <laughs> I, mean, <you> know? <laughs> I mean, we we sit here, we talk a bunch of stupid shit. We talk about... Yeah. We talk about what we want to see out of wrestling in the coming year. Who cares what some guys from Rossville, Georgia, want to see WWE do next year? Who wants to see a guy from Rossville, Georgia make out with a dog? I'm
1: hugging my dog. Leave me the hell alone. Who wants to... Yeah. Yeah. Two people that they don't know busting each other's balls all the time. And if y'all don't know us, you might not know our personalities, you might not know our sense of humor. So, that most people that could turn
0: off, right? But most people we could turn on because we're sexy bitches. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, we love doing this for you guys, we love each and every one of y'all that listen. Uh, like I said, we had up to 200. Uh, the Drew episode that we did You're that still, still right. got the most listens, that's almost at 300. And like I said, three hundred's not a lot, but for,
1: for us, that's fucking for incredible. us, that's
0: yeah. And then the stuff we did uh, after Drew, when it was uh, the three of us and Ben and John came in and yeah. was doing it with us. Uh, those were getting close to 100 listens, and then we took the time off from that, and I don't think we've cracked 30 yet since we've been back, but... We'll
1: get there.
0: It's okay. No, we'll get there because, you know, everybody listening here is going to go and be like, hey, check these guys out. And, you know, we're going to try to do more. We're going to get... Hell, my wife has her own vinyl machine. We're going to be printing up bumper stickers that you can be like, hey, I want to put this shit on my car. Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> We're going to try to do other stuff. I mean,
1: yeah. We you want to try to do, you know,
0: you yeah. want to turn the buckle shirt. Hell, my wife can make you one of those. You want to turn the buckle hat. I'm going to try to go and talk to a place that does embroidery soon to get a hat and throw the embroidery logo on there. Oh, yeah. See how much they'll charge us for that to where, you know, we can try to keep prices yeah, me good. And Jason
1: will wear them hats all around while we're out and about. and People ask. Oh, it's our podcast.
0: Hell, I wanted Jennifer to make a bumper sticker to put on the rental car when we went down to AEW that we could have peeled off the next day. (laughs) I want to peel it off. I'd have kept Uh, it on uh, there. We'd have had to peel it off. You can't return a car with a bumper sticker on it. But, yeah, we're going to keep doing this for you guys. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. Uh, Tell other people to listen. Yeah. Um, I've
1: got to figure out. I mean, I get messages but I feel like I don't know if the Facebook, if it's reaching out to
0: people. Like I see You like, never know. You never know. I mean, hell, just start. We'll talk about this off air and everything. We don't want. Yeah. These people don't care about all that
1: shit. Oh, they don't care about the analytics.
0: But, yo, uh, if you guys have any ideas, what else we could do, you know, get with us. I know a lot of people that listen to this, I wind <coughs> up seeing at wrestling shows, what do you guys want to hear from us? Yeah, tell
1: us.
0: Uh fuck. You we know, we
1: appreciate any and all feedback. I don't care if it's negative, positive, in between. Tell us.
0: We have six, I think, reviews on Apple Podcast. Yeah. Well we have one written review and we have six star ratings. And all six have been five star.
1: Hell yeah. Look at us. We're doing something right. At least of those
0: six people. So watch. I'll say that now, and I'll go back and Just like one star. everybody's going to be leaving one stars. I like, fucking suck. <laughs> and that's fine. We suck. We know it. We I. I mean, we're going to be doing some stuff. We got to get some posters made. We know. I know three places is going to let us put posters up. Sweet. So. Uh,
1: Promoting and marketing is what's going to
0: help us more. Exactly. So uh guys hopefully you enjoyed tonight i know we had a lot of fun uh 2022 is going to be a big year for wrestling so we're ready for it hopefully you guys are too uh so for the turn the buckle podcast i have been jason hampton josh cox <laughs> will clark will be back lady hampton hopefully she'll start recording with us again soon but until then peace out fuckers later
1: dudes